Talk Real Estate with Sharon McNamara, sponsored by Boston Connect Real Estate Services. Hi, I'm Sharon McNamara, and you are listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable. Let me share a little bit about my background before we get started. I am the broker owner of Boston Connect Real Estate, a boutique real estate firm that is home to over 30 real estate sales and marketing consultants who service home buyers and home sellers throughout Boston, the South Shore, the South Coast, and Cape Cod. Our firm takes pride in assisting our clients in the next chapter of their lives by taking a holistic approach to their real estate endeavors. We believe that every move should be a moving experience. Every week, my real estate team member, Mary Baker, and I, along with the director of Boston Connect Real Estate, Melissa Wallace, provide you with our unique marketing approach to selling homes and share with you our expertise in navigating the home buying process. We like to mix it up sometimes, so not only will you hear our perspective on real estate topics, but you will hear the expert thoughts and opinions of some of our real estate agents at Boston Connect Real Estate and the preferred professionals that we trust. Be part of our roundtable. If you have any questions during the show, please call 781-837-4900. We'd love to talk real estate. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and wherever you listen to podcasts at Talk Real Estate Roundtable. If you would like a one-on-one consultation with me and my team or one of the dedicated agents at Boston Connect Real Estate to discuss your real estate needs, you can connect with us at bostonconnect.com or 781-826-8000. Now, sit back, relax, take good notes, and let's talk real estate. And hello to all my South Shore neighbors. This is Sharon McNamara. You are, of course, listening to Talk Real Estate Roundtable here at my home uh, studio, uh, radio studio that we have here at our home office of Boston Connect Real Estate, which is obviously the sponsor of our real estate show, which Melissa and I do and host, uh, co-host here together every Tuesday night from 6.15 until 7 and uh, every Saturday morning from 10 to 11. And uh, we do have Melissa in the house she's getting us ready for all things social media so uh hopefully we can get some stuff up for you um okay so um hi hi yep so if you're friends with sharon costa mcnamara on facebook (laughs) you can see us live yeah um but yeah. yeah um yeah i'm here i'm here and i'm ready yeah and we also have george in studio yes hello george hello george how you doing sharon how you doing melissa we're doing well. Fantastic. Hey, George, are you missing Europe at all yet? <laughs> well, yeah, but I've only, I only went there for like two days. It was just in England. But I spent oh, yeah. most of the time actually in two different countries yeah. also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but do you miss just being away? I mean, it's I do. nice, right? Especially since when I came back from overseas, I got sick immediately. And then there's allergy season too, so I do oh. miss it even more. Yeah. Well, I got to tell you about allergy season. Uh, what's interesting with that is um, I was in Newport for uh, a few days last week, and my daughter Mackenzie was telling me that... Um, Newport, she just read an article in Newport, Rhode Island, that they have a high, um, they have a high case of allergies, like their allergy season is really, really high, and it's because they have so many different uh, trees that come from other countries, because they were gifted over there, and with all the Mm. mansions and all the rich and wealthy people, lots of those trees were, they're not really... I'm not a, a, a botanist. I grew up in Dorchester. Like, we had cement. But, like, if anyone can help us out, like, I don't know what the right terms are that I'm looking for, but they're not normally grown in the United States. Imported? Yeah, I don't know what they are. They're not <clears throat> They're not something they're not, to our, oh, like to they're our not region. Native. Yeah, they're, they're not native. native. Yeah, they're, they're not, not native, native to, to our region. region. So 
that like so our immune system uh, can't really adapt as well. I'm looking at those shoes over there. I feel like you would like those. Yeah, I like those shoes. I looked at them one time online. So <laughs> we're, we're looking at a Facebook ad. That's why. Um, yeah. Yes, but this is a talk real estate show. So we are going to be talking about real estate and uh, we're sort of keeping it real. Mm-hmm. Um, I think yeah, that this was, was your it topic. Last, Go ahead. Was it last frustrated. Tuesday that I was like sort of frustrated? I'm like, I'm just being a brat. And somebody had commented on it and was like, no, you're in your BS mode. Like, you're yeah. good. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that was me. Uh, you know, me coming from a, a buyer, um, you know, a buyer's perspective, but we're sort of just keeping it real tonight. And we're going to be talking about sort of our perspective on what's going on in this market, um, both from uh, mm-hmm. a, an agent perspective or point of view and mm-hmm. from somebody who is trying to purchase in this uh, market. And it sort of got brought up because so every Tuesday I meet with Julia. She is our administrative uh, coordinator here at Boston Connect Real Estate. And we have our weekly meeting every Tuesday at 1. And as I was sitting there, we were talking about the the, um, radio show because she helps us with the agenda and sort of setting up here. um, That I realized that I had called an agent yesterday, left a voicemail, and I never heard back. Seems sort of simple yeah but the problem is <laughs> I called an agent about a coming soon in a town that I am looking to purchase in mm-hmm. I said who I was so I said that I you know am the uh, director here over at Boston Connect Real Estate that I am looking to purchase a home myself mm-hmm. I would love some more information about this property because it was a coming soon never heard back from them and then I went live in MLS so some somebody's looking after it mm-hmm. <laughs> but nobody's calling me back and it would be one thing and and it's not right but <laughs> it I wonder if I would have gotten a phone call mm-hmm. had I been a buyer without being a real estate agent without being a real estate agent and that sort of bums me out and mm-hmm. I will go back to a house that I saw maybe 2 weeks ago now in a different town looking to purchase in that town as well and I had called an agent about a listing seeing if I could get in before the open house took I don't know 12 hours to call me back to let me know like no we're waiting to do all the showings until the open house I said that's fine you know we've talked about that 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 happens sometimes Mm -hmm. I went to the open house and I barely even got a high yeah I didn't get asked who I was they didn't they didn't even know if I was an agent. Yeah. Uh they didn't know if I was a buyer, that nothing. Like it was just no not even professional courtesy. There was no courtesy at all. <laughs> like I'm sorry. Like that's just how I feel. And I'm like, are there other people in that case she didn't know that I was uh mm-hmm. you know, an agent. Mm-hmm. Um and certainly didn't know that I had spoken to her before. Um you know, so I'm just curious if there's other people going into open houses that sort of feel like looked over. I mean, it's not like I it's, was. It's so interesting. And again, I, you know, us doing this, it's, you know, it, it's so interesting to be able to go through this with you because you are currently a buyer. So I, I hate ever, we're not talking, well, in your situation, yes, we are discussing specific real estate agents. I don't know which who either one of those are. So I'm not saying anything bad about them. But I think that the point of our conversation is 
there are so many times when we're sitting in the office and we see listings that come through an MLS and, you know, the pitches are taken with, and, and everybody does their marketing different. So, hey, that's their approach. But then when they don't communicate and they're not doing the things they're doing, do sellers know the right questions to be asking their real estate agents to get the best service out of them? Mm -hmm. Well, I also, and it sort of spills into this, is like I also feel like when, um, you know, there is a house that comes on the market that is in, you know, I'll just use my price range for an example. Uh So up to 400, you know, there's so many people looking at it because mm-hmm. there are other things in that price range, other properties in that price range on the market, but they might go up with one picture. Yeah. They might say like, you know, uh, holding all showings for a week. What? What is I that? I don't understand that. <laughs> I don't understand that. Um, and I'd love to have some conversation on this because we did we did bring it up before as well when we were discussing this. And I, I just really want to know what the motive is to do that. Now, everybody knows I listen to Clubhouse every morning from 7 to 9. And um, I love it because I'm listening to agents in different states and everything. And I, I really do want to get my um, equipment sort of set up so I can put them through on this as well. And have conversations with them and I know a lot of the agents do do that they hold up you know showings and they think that it causes like a little bit more stir of energy and I feel that the stir of energy is already there yeah I I promise you the the stir of energy is already there there are already many buyers in that price range why make it so difficult for somebody to see it and yes, I'm still in my BS mode. <laughs> like, <laughs> why Why is it so hard to call me back? Mm-hmm. Why is it so hard? Like, uh, you have a brand new listing, a very desirable listing, a very desirable price tag, a very desirable mm-hmm. town to be in. And you don't even have the the professionalism to call somebody back who asked you about you know was wanted to ask questions about it and i'm not even going to go see your property mm-hmm. all right is the show over now <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like you know i'm I, and i said this to you earlier when i realized that like she just had or i don't even know if it's a man or a woman to be honest with you i left a voicemail it was a very general voice box uh-huh. uh that i left not even on set up. not even set up mm-hmm. um i had left left when I realized and I and I said this to you earlier it's like whether you're an agent that has one listing which there there right now there's not a ton of inventory so mm-hmm. um you might get onesie twosies <laughs> you know right now um it, if you don't have the time to call somebody back you shouldn't have a listing mm-hmm. because that's your one listing that you should be selling the crap out of <laughs> okay and it's like it's you almost like well. oh let me just put a house on the market because it's gonna fly off right now mm-hmm. what and i use this as an example sharon you've been in the industry for over 20 years mm-hmm. and still you got 20 offers on the house in abington mm-hmm. 19 buyers did not get that house yeah you called 19 agents mm-hmm. to let them know Yep. You picked up the phone and called them, mm-hmm. let them know that their buyer did not get the house, and you told mm-hmm. them why. Yeah, I did. I took the time to do that. I can't get a call back yeah. about just seeing a property. <laughs> a and coming soon. 
I don't understand, and I hope that that isn't the response. And I know that it isn't because every time I see agents outside of our, you know, our firm, they always say, Sharon, you have the best agents that work at Boston Connect Real Estate. Like, they're so thorough. They follow up. They're this, they're that. They give a nice, clean offer package. They do all these things. And I think what we're probably frustrated about right now is it's buyer fatigue and people who have a lot of buyers, they want the opportunity to fairly see a property when it's on the market. Now, we hinted upon this last Tuesday when we said, hey, sellers, if if an agent tell, I need to know what an agent is saying to you that a seller would benefit from having one hour open house, no other showings. Yeah. H- how? So let's just say in one hour, you can get 10 people through the house, 15 people through the house. I don't even know. 20, what are you jamming 20 people in there? I mean, I have no idea what you're doing. And now those are the only people that have the opportunity. And I really worry and I really struggle and I really hope that this isn't the case, that it's an opportunity to just sort of keep things in-house perhaps mm-hmm. or to themselves or something like that. I'm not saying that's the case. I do not know for sure. So... Don't bother calling NAR on me because this is just, I'm asking the question, why? Mm-hmm. Why would the, why would you want to do that? I don't know. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. So if any of our <laughs> listeners know, and we have a lot of agents that listen to our show that don't yeah. work at our office, we would love to know what your thoughts are on this. 781-837-4900, 781-837-4900. That is the phone number here uh, at WATD, and uh, George will pipe you right over to us. And we just want to have a general conversation about this. Tell us why that method works better than a method that we might work, because we potentially, maybe we're doing it wrong. Are you think? We? I don't know. Do you think that we're doing it wrong? I personally don't think following <laughs> up is doing it wrong, but perhaps it is. <laughs> so maybe if there's a seller out there, they can tell us what would they prefer. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Would you prefer to have people see your house or mm-hmm. I know. <laughs> would you not? Um, but I, I just, I don't know. It, what, it frustrated me today, like just the past and I I feel like something had happened the time before that as well and I can't it's sort of escaping my head right now but like let's say the past three houses that I've been interested in seeing Mm -hmm. I've been sort of like brushed to the side type of thing not that I feel like I'm so important whatever Mm -hmm. but like you don't even I like I didn't even get the courtesy of just saying like hey like yeah it's going live today or like oh no showing like no absolutely zero information you want to hear another thing too so there's i don't know how to share that on my personal page do you um so i was actually so the house in abington that we were talking about again there were 19 offers and i took the time to call every single one of these agents and honestly i think i want to do some coaching for real estate agents because i think that that's my jam right now so one of the things that i did when i called each one of them back i told them the reason why uh, their offer probably wasn't accepted. Maybe something that they could do differently, like maybe put more money down or maybe be a little more flexible on timing, blah, blah, blah. I never tell anybody that they should waive their home inspection. That is not up to me to ever decide for anybody, my clients or yours. But during that process, you know, some of the agents that I was having conversations with, you know, one agent in particular, I was talking to her and she and she said, oh, do you have anything else that's potentially coming up? And I was like, well, actually, in this price range, I do. I have a new listing coming on in probably a few weeks in Pembroke. Um, we don't have a definite price yet, but it's definitely going to be in that same range. I said, just keep in touch with me and mm-hmm. I'll let you know when it's coming on. 
lo and behold, every week she would send me a text message. And she's yeah. like, hey, Sharon, it's Dawn. I just wanted to reach out to you. Just curious, like, what's going on with that new listing that you were talking about? Now, a lot of times I think that agents feel as if they have to hide what's coming on new and they don't want anybody to know. Like, there was there was literally a, a house that I saw somewhere there was one of my clients was driving by and they said, oh, I didn't, I saw this coming soon. Uh, no, there was no sign, no sign. So they were like, oh, so I had heard that this house was going on the market and I saw like 10 cars there. You could tell it was like an open house. So I went over and the person answered the door and said, oh, this is for brokers only. Uh, we'll be putting it in MLS next week for uh, the public. And that's when uh, we'll have a public open house the following week. Really? And mm-hmm. eh, you can't do that. Yeah. If you're going to put it in MLS, you have to follow the rules. There was no coming soon. There was no paperwork that was filed with MLS because, yes, I checked. Mm-hmm. And I don't care if agents out there get mad at me, but if we're going to follow the rules, our expectation is, is that you are too. Because if we're going to make our listings fair for your clients to see, mm-hmm. then you need to make your listings fair for our clients to see. And honestly, it only benefits your seller. Yeah. And now you got me fired up. Well, I'm, I want everybody fired up. <laughs> um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I guess from, that's that's your perspective from a, a, a sort of a listing agent or just a general agent. Mm-hmm. As a buyer, it's like I would love the opportunity to be able to see a house. And I'm thinking, yeah, like... I sort of have this professional background where, like, I know where to go. I know where to look for the information. I know what questions to ask. However, some buyers don't, you know. Mm-hmm. Not every buyer in this market it works don't. at a real estate office. And it's <laughs> not know? fair. It isn't it's fair. It's not fair, yeah. You know, and what if they're not? I mean, we always advise buyers out there, if you're looking, look, like, work with a professional mm-hmm. agent. Like, that's what their job is. They, they, they are supposed to be looking, and they are looking for homes for you. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you click on, oh, let me see this house, you yeah. know, on a third-party site, you don't know who you're getting. No, you're getting nine times out of ten, you're not, yeah, nine times mm-hmm. out of ten, you're not getting the listing agent. So you're getting somebody who just happens to answer their phone. Um, but you know, when you're but working, I guess with, in some cases that's better than an agent, a listing agent who doesn't. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even get a call back. Just to <laughs> go back to that. Um, but when you are pushing the button of like, oh, I want to see this house, mm-hmm. you know, it gets sort of dicey when you do have an agent. So mm-hmm. you know, it always lean into your agent if, mm-hmm. when you see a house, and if it, you know, they should be sending it to you first. But yeah. sometimes they're not up at three o'clock in the morning, like mm-hmm. like some buyers well, some are. Some buyers like, are, yeah, they're up looking all the time because it's important to them, right? They want to see it, and then you know that agent too that she just kept on getting in touch with me every week and I was like we're coming on Wednesday we're coming on Wednesday showing start on Wednesday so the listing is coming live tomorrow so everybody knows out there it's 22 Raymond Ave in Pembroke it's a three-bedroom ranch it's coming on for 379.9 Melissa did a coming soon uh, so there are lots of pitches out there showing start Wednesday which is tomorrow as soon as we get it live We'll have showings Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. I will be doing an open house on Sunday from 12 to Saturday. 2. Saturday. Uh, from 12 to 2, we'll have showings on Sunday. We'll have showings on Monday if you like. It's vacant. And Mon- uh, Tuesday, we'll have all offers in. 
Mm-hmm. That gives everybody so much time. That's it's a holiday. Time. That's more time than you gave Abington, I feel like. I it is like one because more day. we got the holiday. Yeah. Yeah. So Monday's the holiday. And I want people to have the opportunity to do their due diligence and do whatever they have to do, right? So that's how we're going to handle yeah. it. We're going to let every buyer that's in that 350 to 400 price range go out and, and see this house. Yeah. And I, oh, that agent, um, you probably know her, Dawn. Um, so anyways, she texted me this morning and she's like, um, I, I looked in Pembroke, but I haven't seen it come on the market yet. When are you going live? And I was like, still Wednesday, wink. <laughs> she's like, oh, I thought just showings were starting. And I was like, no. But you know what? I had some pictures that the I had a cleaning company go in there. He took some pictures and sent them to me. So last week when she reached out to me, I sent them over to her. I said, here, here's like a little sneak peek for you so you yeah. can see it. Like I'm, I'm not marketing it. I'm not doing what I'm not supposed to be doing. But here's what the inside looks like. So I didn't give the address until yeah. this very minute. Yeah, and we did a coming soon yesterday, and everybody who messaged us, I just I said the the street, the sign hadn't gone up yet, so mm-hmm. I just gave the street and some information what the price is, and um, and then tomorrow we'll sort of yeah. do the whole shebang. But you know, it, it's it's you're, we're also giving people Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday mm-hmm. to see it. Yeah, <laughs> you giving, know. So that's, and then people are going to be mad that we had too much time for offers. But because we do have the holiday, I just want to allow many people to have it. So, um, so anyways, that's uh, what we're doing. So, anyways, back to this. So, you're not going to be with me on Saturday. So, I'm going to be doing a uh, show. Yeah. Yeah, I right? am not here on Saturday. But uh, Kate Fisher, yeah, Kate is Fisher. Um, who is a full-time realtor here at Boston Connect Real Estate, will be doing this show with you. Yeah, prepping um, to sell for parents of young children. Like, where do you put the Legos? How do oh, you yeah. look n- like toy to make it not look like Toys R Us just blew up in your house strategy to make the process less stressful for your kiddos something along those lines is yeah. what she said yeah so and we've done Saturday. shows like that before with like um, pets as well yeah. so maybe you can incorporate some pets and stuff because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about you know obviously everybody knows that Mary and Sam's getting married I mm-hmm. live with Mary and Sam right now the wedding's at the house and I'm boarding I'm sending Zoe my cat off to a pet resort mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm like oh my gosh freaking out about it but then I'm like oh my gosh when we leave Mary and I were talking about this I don't even know if it was I, I've lost track of time really um either last week or two weeks ago or whatever because she was like well what are you gonna do when you like move out like we, or we like almost like asking me if I'm gonna bring my cat with me <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like well honestly she'll she'll probably be the last thing that I move out like mm-hmm. just too much too much change for her and then she's like oh are you gonna get another cat right away and I'm like I think that you know, and I know we're getting into the show, so but I'll give no, my two no. cents about the show on Saturday. No. I think that too much change will be very yeah. overwhelming, and I don't think that she would do well with yes. it. But I, it's because I know her. I know her personality. <laughs> every, but every owner, you know your dog's personalities. Oh, yeah. My little Marley Bella, my little nugget. Yeah, and I just don't think that she would do well with moving her whole entire environment. Do you want to stay Saturday and, and do the show? No. <laughs> <laughs> no you're going to be uh, at the my, Mine's party. already paid for, so I'm heading out. Yes, you will be at a bachelorette party, so that will be a lot of fun. But some of the other things that you wanted to talk about, too, is just like, um, is it like understanding the current market and the role of the listing agent, the art of communicating? I didn't do that. That is is Julia. Um, But, yeah, I mean, just the art of communicating. Call people back. (laughs) Like, (laughs) call people. Well, what's, like, why are you so busy? 
Like, but I'm not trying to be a jerk, but like, do you? You know, here's the thing. And again, we need a caller on this to help us, right? Because like, I'm stumped. 781-837-4900. My question is this. If, if people, because I take my job very seriously and I take the work that I do for my clients very seriously, maybe too seriously sometimes, but it's my job, right? To protect my clients and to protect their family members and to make sure that I'm helping them through the process, making the most amount of money with, you know, that's good for them with the best terms and conditions. What are you laughing at? My mom, she texts me. These people better stop ignoring my baby girl. <laughs> I know. Um, so I, um, what was I going with that? I don't even remember. Where was I? You take pride in what you do. Oh, yeah. So I take pride in what go. I do. So I'm just curious, like, with this situation with the agent that hasn't responded. Now, you've had two agents in the past week who have not responded to your voicemail message. Like, you didn't even, did you text them? The first, uh, yeah, so, um, well, the first, the second one doesn't have a uh, text to call, like, you can't text the number. Okay. Uh, what? Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> and now, like, I'm not even going to reach out again because, you know what, I, you've put a bad taste in my mouth. Um, yep. but which the first yep. one, the first one, they did get back to me. It was like 12 hours later or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, it was some life gets in the way. That's fine. Um, but it was going to the open house and feeling like, like I literally just walked in and they're like, hi, mm-hmm. no introducing. Like I, at first I was like, wait, is that the agent or is it? And then she was like, somebody had asked her a question about the property and she did respond. So I was like, okay, so she is. Mm-hmm. The, and but I'm like, Okay, so then I kept walking around, walking around. I went upstairs, came downstairs. The house was not for me, so I wasn't like I wasn't gonna seek her out to ask questions because mm-hmm. it just I had already sort of eliminated it. But I was like, this is kind of weird. Like you're letting somebody just walk around and so like just not even ask who they are or like talk is, to them. Are they new? Did they make you sign in? I didn't sign in. You didn't I, leave your business card. Nope. I had it in my hand. I literally had it in my hand. And, I, and, you're and like, it's I'm funny not because even wasting it. it's funny because I knew that I didn't have any in my car. And we did the show. It was a Saturday. I went to the open house. We did the show. I went to go leave. And then I was like, oh, crap. I've got to go back into my office and grab a business card. And I came back in, grabbed a business card, went, mm. literally had it in my hand with my phone. And I'm walking around. I'm like, okay. And like, so I'm just trying to think it through. So I wonder, one, does the agent, is she, he or she, whoever, knew, doesn't know how to host an open house? Are they just there? They just don't care? Are they filling in for somebody else? They don't have the information? Like, I just, I just don't understand it. And then I wonder, do, do sellers, do sellers not ask, like, do they not know what questions to be asking when they're interviewing an agent? Maybe that's a good topic. Yeah, like, how do you conduct your open houses? Yeah. Like, do, how do you ensure that everything is safe and stuff like yeah. that? Like how, know? Yeah. Because those... I know that you have those conversations with your mm-hmm. sellers, and we send out something, you know, with, you know, that sort of information once we have things scheduled and, and we're live in MLS, but, you know... Obviously, we don't know how other people do. We we try to educate our agents on, you know, what we think is the best practices, but also give them sort of, you know, free range to do what they feel as though in their business is, is good. Um, but generally, we're all sort of the same. And we, you know, when somebody asks 
one of our agents asks for coverage for an open house, it's like everyone jumps to it. Like, mm-hmm. and, and never once in seven years that I've been here have I heard, like, oh, I don't want so-and-so to do my open house because I don't like the way that they conduct it. But mm-hmm. we just, we know that how, like, you know, we, we know how to do an open house that we feel is successful. Well, I think, too, that agents need to understand that a lot of times they're being interviewed. There have been many a times that I've been hosting an open house and people have come in and you don't realize it, but they are interviewing you, right? Or... I know I have gotten listings in the past where, uh, uh, and I've said this on the radio maybe before, I've definitely said it in trainings, is, you know, always be your professional best when you're hosting your open houses. And for me, I'm always at my open houses to sell the house I'm in. I'm not there to try to find new buyers. I'm not there to in hopes of trying to find somebody else who wants to sell. My job is to sell that house. And I think that that persona that I give off is sort of attractive because I'm not hounding on anybody, but people are interviewing you for jobs. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, and I just think about when I do open houses either for the team or for any of the agents in our office, like... I'm a non-competing manager, so, like, I don't want Mm -hmm. to personally sell real estate. Um, I do have my license for my position, but, you know, I'm not sort of trying to gain business for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, But so when I do open houses, it is to sell that house. It's, you know, and I follow up with the agent to make sure I have all the accurate information about Mm -hmm. the house. And I always give their contact information to anybody who comes in because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm sort of there to sell the house and do the agent a favor yeah. because they yeah, might the be at another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> it's never trying to, like, you know, get any any mm-hmm. information out of buyers or, like, do any of that stuff of stuff. It's just strictly, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing my job and it's to sell the house. Yep. Um, yes, and that is exactly why I'm there. And like I had said... I've people have called me after open houses and said, you know, I went to your open house. I mean, that's how I had met Fisher uh, from Stonebridge Homes um, several years ago. I was doing an open house and he came in and he called me on Monday and said, hey, I met you at your open house. I'd love to talk to you about a development I have. And now, you know, here we are years later. And um, unfortunately, we lost Fisher uh, the end of last year near Thanksgiving. But um think of them all the time actually uh, but I'm working closely with Owen and Mohammed and the whole crew over at Stonebridge Homes and um, you know I've done several with you know open houses with them and it's because I'm trying to you know make people happy when they come to my open houses so um, but you know I'm thinking that maybe when people are hiring an agent they're not familiar with what questions they should be asking mm-hmm. I love it when I go into a CMA and people are throwing questions at me I love it yeah like what is this when they look at the yeah just anything disclosure yeah <laughs> you know what that's what actually a show that we should do is what is all the paperwork like the agency disclosure the buyer agency agreement all those different types of things yeah so. all right what else we're going to talk about well i'm just looking down at this like the art of communication and mm-hmm. uh highlighting the importance of active listening empathy and clear communication and we touched upon it with like you know actively listening so uh, you know it's mm-hmm. listening but like also c- trying to like come up with mm-hmm. well you know if, if it's a issue or something or like a question having to do with sort of the the mechanicals of how you do mm-hmm. uh, real, real estate or whatever but 
empathy is, and I sort of think of it as when you called all those agents back Mm -hmm. and you were able to sort of give that answer that that buyer desperately needed. Mm -hmm. And I am only saying it because I have been there Mm -hmm. (laughs) of like why you didn't get the list, like why you didn't get the, the, um, the house that you put an offer in on and you just it would be one thing to just like send a text or send an email and be like hey sorry you didn't get it they went with another offer mm-hmm. i okay, know well, why? kristen howlett was in the office all day today so kristen howlett is another one of our full-time agents here at boston connect real estate and um she um lives in bridgewater but services all the all areas and uh she's great but she recently put an offer in on a property and the agent at least the agent did this was sent one big email to everybody blind cc'd everybody and said you know your offer wasn't accepted we received two cash offers we received yeah. 15 offers yeah. that waived their home sale uh their their home inspection you know what i mean like yeah. really pinpointed exactly what they had um which i think is great so then people can sort of figure it out on their own but i really enjoyed making all those phone calls that that night that night and i do it every time i mean you've seen us remember we had 40 a couple of years ago yeah and I was just, it made me chuckle because I remember being downstairs in the basement with Dustin, having oh, to cut the house in Hanson, I think, the one with the... the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember calling Asians and, like, letting them know. Like, so it's like, the, it's something that you've been doing forever. But, it, it, I mean, it's, it's so small, but it means so much to mm-hmm. other people. And the other agents really, really appreciated it. And that's the thing, like, we're sort of, like, we started off sort of hot tonight, like, keeping it real in real estate and... You know, I always say I don't have any competition in this industry, and I don't mean that from a cocky standpoint. I mean that from we are all colleagues. We just wear different color logos. So the agents who don't fully understand that are the agents who are going to have a more difficult time in this industry. So for me... I feel as if I could call any agent out there and say, hey, it's Shira McNamara. I just had a couple questions for you, and maybe they've heard of me. And if they have, I'm pretty confident that my reputation is pretty solid, that mm-hmm. they would give mm-hmm. me the time of day if I wanted it. So... No, oh, no. so they don't they're not giving me the time of day no they're because. not it's not that they're not <laughs> giving not me the you. time of day no it's not because you're not me i just think that if the, and i said if they know me see the chances are like that's the there's other thing so too many people that we don't know right now yeah there's a lot of agents out there that we're not familiar with which is fine hey i, I mean i take listings all over as well um but the first thing you should do is befriend the ones in you know where you are hey and sharon I, yeah we have a caller. They have a question for you. All right, perfect. Hello. It's Nina from Situate. All right. Hi, Does... Nina from Situate. How are you? Uh, hi, ladies. How are you? Um, I have a quick question that came up. Uh, you know, I was looking at a house that was next to my house because um, I'm looking, I was looking for a house for my mother-in-law, um, and we thought this would be perfect to have her right next door because she needs a little bit of care. And when we went in to look, um, when we went into the open house, um, the person that had the documentation that was selling the house had site plans, and the map on the site plan was, like, wrong. So, you know, I didn't say anything in front of any other people that were going through the um, open house, mm-hmm. but I took the woman aside later, and I said, you know, I'm really sorry, but can I ask, where did you get that plot plan? Because this is not correct. Um, and and I knew the plot plan because we had bought the house on the other side of us mm-hmm. and renovated that and everything and put it on the market. So we had all three sites that we knew the, the plans because we own yeah. 
like a, an acre of land behind it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and she just said, oh, well, I don't know where we got it. And that was that. And so she sold it to the woman next, you know, she sold it to this other woman. And um, when we told her, you know, that um, where the property lines were after the fact, she was so heartbroken, mm-hmm. you know, and, and she it's, went up to town hall. Yeah, it's devastating, isn't it? I mean, I think that that's our point. And I know that tonight we're a little sort of like sideways and a little... You know, maybe we don't sound professional, but like I think we're just trying to say like these things are so so important. Yeah, that's legal too. Yeah, like that is so important to know what you're actually purchasing, how much mm-hmm. land, where where your lines are, everything. Mm-hmm. So that is that's super important. And that's why I'm I'm also wondering too is, do you think that people are hiring like family members or like maybe somebody that doesn't have training? And again, we all have yeah. to start some somewhere but to the legality of that is like enormous so yes it was the, it was the mother of the woman that was selling the house yep there you go yeah it, it, so, see and that's what happens <laughs> yeah isn't it terrible it um, is. but i have to say i listen to your show a lot i think you guys are so professional and i appreciate that <laughs> thank um, you oops. I'm nope, that, that's what you, we have 10 minutes. That's just our 10-minute doorbell. It just wakes us up. That's all. <laughs> all right. Well, I will, I will let you go so someone else can jump in and ask a question. But I'm well, thank you so much for listening much. to us. Thank you. Right. Yeah. We now. appreciate we appreciate you listening. Thanks so much. And I'm, I'm grateful that she said that we, yeah, are, professional we are professional. <laughs> because tonight it sounds yeah. a little sidetracked, right? Nina would call me well, back. <laughs> well, 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 actually, I have one other thing to mention to you guys. You were talking mm-hmm. about, like, the um, realtors who had, like, an open house and only invited um, certain mm-hmm. um, sales yep. representatives. That happened to us when we fixed up the house on the other side and we were selling that. um, The real estate agent that we hired, she had an open house and she only invited people from their, um, you know, it's like a a chain, right? Yeah, I know who you're talking about, yep. And and she invited all of the people that had to do with that. And so my husband said, well, where are the representatives from other yeah mm-hmm. um real estate agencies and they said oh yeah don't worry about that they'll they'll be notified and so on and he was like this is not right yeah and, and so, you know what your yeah. husband is very very smart and both of you are for noticing that and i'll be honest with you this is that's that's business that's that's the way that the business is conducted because their hope is one of the agents inside their firm is going to sell that property so then they'll have both sides of that compensation it's as plain and simple as that it does not make any sense in my opinion Mm -hmm. to limit it to one office now this listing i've had agents in our office i have this small little house that's coming on Agents in my office have been begging me to get in, to get more, and I said, you know what, I, whatever I'm going to do for other agents, I'm going to do for our agents, and that's the only fair thing because I care about the buyers out there. It doesn't give every buyer a fair opportunity, and the seller is missing out on potential opportunities to either make more money or get an offer with better conditions. Yeah. Period. Exactly. Amen. Exactly, and I think that that's the most ethical way to be um, because you are representing the seller, you're selling their... that that property and so you're allowing them to get every offer that's out there and they can make up their mind you know Mm -hmm. 
So yeah, I absolutely. Applaud, I applaud you like keeping things ethical and. I just think you guys are awesome. So thank well, you. Thank you. Yeah. Well, the next time you buy or sell a house, you'll be calling us. <laughs> Give us <a> okay. Call. <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> okay. Thanks. No pressure. No pressure. So. <laughs> thank you so thanks much so for much. listening and calling right. in tonight. We really appreciate it. Yeah. All right. That's, take care. Bye bye now. Yeah, it's, it's so sweet to hear from people. Now, listen, yeah. this is what we've had the people from Hingham that were in last mm-hmm. week, and what, what did they say? They can hear how genuine we are through the thing, and it's like, yeah. I was even at Town Hall, right? So we I we had a listing, right, in our office, and I was the listing agent on this, and we had a difficult time selling it. This house was humongous. The heating system literally was on the Titanic. I'm positive of that. It was old and big, and it had a commercial aspect to it, a commercial kitchen. The house is not zoned for a multifamily property. If it had been, I would have been able to sell it for much, much more than what we did. Well, you know that this person who purchased it, the rumor mill has it. Again, I haven't been in myself. Oh, yeah, I heard this rumor too. Yes. So the rumor is that there are several units in that property. You and can you know sort how? of tell by the exterior too. Oh, have you driven by? Yes. And <laughs> what, all the cars that are there too? And all the outdoor patio furniture. Yeah. <laughs> like you can tell it's a complete multifamily of yes. enormous. And, and hey, I think everybody deserves to have investment properties, but legally. Yeah. Now, the thing that bothers me is that's not fair to my client. Yeah. Because if the town isn't going to do something about them having it, it sort of pisses me off a little bit. Because my client, if you're going to make it a multifamily, and when people don't go to town hall to get the right permitting and get to go through zoning and act to ask for an appeal or ask for a variance, they're asking for forgiveness rather than permission. And I think those people should be stripped of anything that they have. Period. Yeah. Amen. Shame, because my shame. client could have bought, could have yeah. sold the house for more. Yeah. I want to go knock on the door. Or they could have utilized it as a multifamily themselves themselves. and had it as an investment property. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I do want to note that there are such things as a broker open house. Yes. And that is open to all brokerages. So, you know, that is when a house goes on the. Yeah, it should be. But, but generally a broker open house you can have a house on the market do public open houses but also a broker open house which is sort of just another status that we see in mls as agents of like hey we want a you know agents to come and sort of give their feedback it's like it's like a group showing for for all agents and then they can be able to go to their client and say hey you know this is a property that you really should be seeing or this i wish nina had called right at 6 15 because now i'm like really fired People, up. people are believing us. So, but the, the the one that my client saw was broker open house for that firm only. Yeah, but I know. They can't do that. Yeah. you just can't. Yeah, you just can't. Uh, all right, we have a couple of announcements that we have to yeah, make. Yeah, we do. But if we got you fired up, hey, listen, just yeah. give us a ring alert. I'm we're going first. To listen to I'm you. going okay, first. You go we first. are we're doing our annual yard sale here. Bring a can, good to pay what you can, or you can pay the yard sale price. It is Saturday, June third, from nine a.m to 1 p.m. here at Boston Connect Real Estate, 19 Mattachusett Street in the center of Pembroke. Again, mm-hmm. we're having a yard sale. Um, we are asking for uh, canned goods. Uh, we're going to be giving um, a donation to Pembroke Food Pantry, um, the Firehouse Food Pantry, and uh, my brother's keeper like we did mm-hmm. uh, previously. And uh, yeah, 
Yeah, you guys so do. Bring a pan. Bring, bring a, a can. can pay what you can. can. So every can good that you bring, you will get a ticket, and then you can see anything at the yard sale, and you tell say, us hey, what you want to pay. Hey, I can pay twenty five cents for this. We're happy to do that. And if you have any nice items that you would like to donate to this, because it is all for charity, uh, please give us a call at the office seven eight one eight two six eight thousand. You know, just some nicer things. We don't want people's stuff that they don't want and can't get rid of. Uh, but if you have any things that you thought, hey, maybe this is nice for us to donate. C-R-A-P. Yeah. We don't want any crap. <laughs> um, the other thing is calling all young artists in Pembroke. Um, we're doing a logo design contest. I am also on the master plan collaborating committee uh, for the town of Pembroke. We are putting together a new master plan, uh, but we're calling all young artists in Pembroke. And um, if you are creative, middle school or high school student who loves art and want to make a difference in your community, Pembroke wants your help. We are seeking submissions for a new logo to represent the town's master plan website. The logo should reflect the town's vision for the future and the values of the community. Consider using symbols, imagery that represent growth, sustainability, and community spirit. So we will be putting all of those rules up on Pembroke Connect uh, on Facebook. So uh, we'll have that. We're going to have a $50 gift card uh, to Amazon gift card. All submissions have to be received by Friday, June 7th. We just changed the date on that. Uh, and all submissions will go to masterplan at townofpembrokemass.org. Uh, the other thing I just want to mention quickly is my new listing is coming on the market tomorrow, 22 Raymond Ave. It is a uh, three-bedroom ranch, small, three-bedroom ranch, 810 square feet of space, one full bath. It's had a complete renovation makeover, new septic system, 379.9. If you want more information on that, if you want a private showing, call me right on my phone, 781-294-4848. If you want to listen to our past shows, you can go to talkrealestateroundtable.com or go to your podcast app, Talk Real Estate Roundtable. And if you need us for anything real estate, we're here for you, bostonconnect.com. We appreciate you and I will see you Saturday with Kate Fisher and Woo. we will be talking about moving with your kids. What to do with all the logo, uh, the Legos. The logos. <laughs> logos, <laughs> logos, Legos, logos, whatever. Legos. Thanks, George. Have a great week. Take care.